Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduh wa nasta'inu bihi wa nasta'gfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق الجهاد حتى أتاه اليقين فصلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أجارني الله وإياكم من النار ثم أما بعد Over the course of history there are no people like that of the companions. There are no people that tread this earth like that of the companions with a great resolve, with intentions that Allah Azza wa Jal made truthful. And the companions showed this intention, showed this great resolve and showed their purity through their love for this religion, through their sacrifice for this religion, through their worship, through them choosing the akhirah over this dunya, through their obedience to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his command and the order of Allah azza wa jal. We've started a series and we began a few weeks ago, speaking about companions, heroes of Islam, names that maybe we have not necessarily uh, paid attention to or learned about because we always focus on the main names Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman and Ali and, and so they deserve to be focused on. But the heroes of Islam are many. Last time we spoke about Abu Ubaidah. Today, we want to speak about a companion with a significant standing and position in Islam. 
one of the closest companions to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He declared Islam, he declared Islam and became Muslim early upon the arrival of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam to Al-Madinah. This companion, he became Muslim upon the arrival of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam to Al-Madinah. And he was considered from the closest companions to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He was, before Islam, a Jew. Not any kind of Jew, but he was a rabbi. And not any kind of rabbi, but he was from the most learned of the Jews. He was from the most learned scholars of the Jews. He was the most learned in the Torah, as the Jews themselves proclaimed. He is none other than Abdullah ibn Salam radiyallahu an. He, bra- he embraced Islam when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam arrived to Al-Madinah. As he narrates, he says that when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam approached Al-Madinah, it was announced several times that the Messenger of Allah has arrived. And you can imagine that the Messenger of Allah has arrived and the commotion that caused and the people were flocking towards him all wanting to see, to meet and to talk to the Prophet wasallam. and what a blessing it was for them. Imagine it was called to you and told to you now that the Prophet wasallam has arrived. Are you going to stay stationed? Are you going to stick put? You're going to get up and rush towards him. And so they did. So he followed. He wants to see what this commotion is about. He said, once I saw the face of the Prophet ﷺ clearly, I saw that it was not a face of a liar. He was not a liar. This face cannot be the face of a liar. And the first, heard, the first words I heard from the Prophet ﷺ were, Ya ayyuhan nas, afshu salam wa at'imu ta'am, wa silu al-arham, wa sallu bil-layli wa nasu niyam. O people, spread peace, feed others, maintain family ties, and pray at night whilst others are asleep. You will enter paradise in peace. Abdullah ibn Salam, narrating the story of his Islam, he came to the Prophet and he asked him, he said to him, I want to ask you, Three questions that only a prophet will know them. And don't forget, this is a learned scholar from the scholars of the Jews. And the Jews knew. The Jews know. That's why in our religion, in our Quran, in our prayer, we say, غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ The maghdubi alayhim are those that knew and did not act. The Jews, they knew. They had knowledge in the book. Abdullah ibn Salam was one of the most knowledgeable. He said to him, I want to ask you three questions. Only a prophet knows. He said to him, ask. He said, what is the first signs from the signs of the hour? And what is the food or the first food of the people of paradise? And the child, when it's born, it looks either like the father or the mother. How come? 
And how does the, brother, the, 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 the newborn look like the father or the mother? So the Prophet ﷺ told him that Jibreel had informed him of this. As for the first signs from the signs of the hour, it will be a fire that, emer- that emerges from the east and drives people to the west. And as for the food or the meal of the people of paradise, it will be the extra lobe of a fish's liver. And regarding the resemblance of a child to their parents, if the discharge of the man beats that of the female, then the child will look like the father. And if the discharge of the female beats that of the male, then the child will resemble the mother. Abdullah ibn Salam, upon hearing these words, he became Muslim. And he said, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammad rasulullah. I want to stop at that instance and go to another Jew. Who knew? Who knew, just like Abdullah ibn Salam, that the Prophet sallallahu was the Prophet indeed. Huyay ibn Ahtab. The father of the mother of the believers, Safiya. There was a discussion and they were talking and deliberating between one another. Ahu, ahu, is this the Prophet we're waiting for? Is this the man that we were told will come with the message from Allah? Because they were waiting for a Prophet. They knew it was the Prophet wasallam, but they rejected because he wasn't what they wanted. It did not befit their desire. So they rejected the message of Allah. They rejected the messenger of Allah. As for Abdullah ibn Salam, he submitted to the signs. He submitted to the signs when they came to him. To the truth when it was exposed to him. And how many people live their life like this? When they're presented with advice, when they're presented with the truth, when they're presented between haq and batil, but because the truth is too hard for them to swallow, or too hard for them to follow, or not according to that which they like or desire, they reject it. Just because they're Jews does not mean, does not relate to us. Every single Muslim can be either Abdullah ibn Salam or Huyay ibn Ahtab in their stances when it comes to the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. When it comes to the ahadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You can either accept it or reject it. Knowing that it's clear, true proof that does not have any dirt on it. It's truth. It's hadith, sahih for example. Or it's a verse from the Quran. And you, tell, and you are told, Ittaqillah, what you're doing is haram. Or remember the command of Allah. Or stand on the boundary of Allah. But because it does not befit my desire. It does not befit. What I want, it's not easy to carry and not easy to handle. What do I do? Do I submit or do I reject? So that's how Abdullah ibn Salam became Muslim. And Abdullah ibn Salam, being the knowledgeable man he was, he told the Prophet wasallam that the Jews are people of falsehood. That the Jews are people of falsehood and they will belie lie about him and they will defame him and subhanallah like nothing has ever changed like nothing has ever changed if the jews were willing to say yadullahi maghlula if they were willing to say uzairun ibn allah 
Is it hard to lie about Abdullah ibn Salam? Is it hard to lie about 40 decapitated babies? Is it hard to lie about rape? Is it hard to lie and make up false information? False news? It's not hard and nothing's changed. So he said to him, they will defame me. The Prophet then told him to withdraw into a room and he called upon the Jews. And he asked about Abdullah ibn Salam. So they said, Khayruna ibn Khayrina, wa'alimuna ibn alimina, wa'afqahuna ibn afqahina. They said, before they knew he became Muslim, they said, he is the best of us, the son of the best of us, the most knowledgeable of us, the father, the, the son of the most knowledgeable of us, the wisest of us, the son of the most wisest of us. So he said to them, what if I tell you he became Muslim? They said, no way. Not Abdullah bin Salam. Impossible. So he came out and he proclaimed the shahada before them. So they instantly said, Sharruna ibn Sharrina. Wajahiluna ibn Jahilina. They said, the worst of us, the son of the worst of us. And the most ignorant of us, the son of the most ignorant of us. And again, nothing has changed over the course of history. Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiyallahu was nearing his death. So he was asked for some advice. Mu'adh then asked to be seated and he said, knowledge and faith are where one seeks them and whoever seeks them will find them. Seek knowledge with four of the companions, Abu Darda. Salman al-Farisi, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, and Abdullah ibn Salam. He was considered from the most knowledgeable of companions, radiyallahu Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas narrated that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was presented with food, a plate of food. So he ate and his companions ate and there were some leftovers. He said, there will come a man from this direction and he will come and eat from this food. This man is from the people of paradise. And so was the person that came from that direction and ate from the leftover food, Abdullah ibn Salam. Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas, he said, I have not heard, or the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I have never heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam say to anyone on walking on this earth that they will be from the people of paradise besides Abdullah ibn Salam. He narrated many ahadith from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he witnessed many battles with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam even some of the scholars narrated that he was with the Prophet sallallahu in the battle of Badr. And this is from the greatest of honors. And this is a, a, a badge of honor when a companion is to be considered from the Badriyun, from the ones that witnessed the battle of Badr. He even witnessed the conquest and the opening of uh, Jerusalem with Umar ibn al-Khattab. And he passed away in year 43 after Hijrah. Rahimahullah wa radiya an. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to allow us to be in the hereafter, in the ranks with the companions, the righteous, the messengers, 
and the prophets aqulu ma tasma'un wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum fastaghfiruhu fa yafawza almustaghfirin alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa la udwana illa ala man zalama wa bagha wa salatu wa salamu ala almab'uthi almustafa salawatu rabbi wa salamuhu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi wa aktafa bi hadihi bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin thumma amma ba'd something that's surprising and indeed upsetting is that today's generation are keen to know the names and the lives of many stars in various arts sports music and the list goes on and I say this from a story whoever knows me I probably mentioned it in front of them and I want to mention it for the benefit of it, there's a few children that I teach Quran. So I wanted to do a social experiment with them and we played a game. Let's name, let's play a, a game and it's a knockout. Let's name a soccer player. When you run out of names, you lose. So we began and they began. Name after name after name. We named over 96 soccer players. Some soccer players not only older than them, but older than their fathers. And they were going and going until I said, stop. I can't. I lost. I lost. I said, the game's finished. And they would have continued. 96, a name, mind you, these children, 9, 10, 12, that age group. And then I said, okay, now let's play another game. And I think you know where this is going. Let's play the same game, but let's name the companions now. We couldn't get past nine names of the companions. And some of them, even one of them asked me, he goes to me, Uthman, is he a prophet or a companion? Sad, it's funny, but it's sad. You know why it's sad? Because we claim we want victory. We claim we want honor. We claim we want mercy. We claim we want paradise. But how do we get there? What path? Who do we follow? You want a future that's bright? There's no future without a past. You want a future that's bright like the past? Well, you've got to follow the same path as the past. And if you can't follow the past, if you don't know the past, how are you going to follow the footsteps of Abdullah ibn Salam and Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah and Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali if you don't know anything about them if you don't live their lives if they're not stars for you like names that are known today that you know them more than you know the names of your parents and your children and so on and so forth the companions and the pious before them Allah Azza wa Jal what does he say about the pious before them these people were the people that Allah guided. So it's through their guidance you find guidance. You find a path to happiness, to bliss, to success, to victory. You want victory? Find it there. The emotions are good. The love for Islam is good. The emotions, you know, wearing a flag and wearing a, a, a shamar or a, or, a, or a scarf that's black or white or red and white. And singing Nasheed, fair enough, I know it works. 
But that's not what these Sahaba done to get to victory. They were humans, by the way. They were humans. And they only done human things. They only done human things that you and I are capable of doing. But if we don't know what they done, and how they sacrificed, and what that sacrifice looks like, then we're going to be lost. And we're going to continue to be lost. And we won't ever witness what they witnessed. So it's upon us to return back to the first generations, to learn who they are, to reconnect, to make them your idols, to make them your stars, to make them your role models, and to live their lives. Beginning with the Prophet and working your way down. Make it a life goal. Make it a family goal. Not every day. Once a week, listen to a lecture. Open a book. Come to the masjid. There are many masjid and many centers that have lessons about the history of the Prophet and the companions and so on and so forth. And live your life and connect it to them. Because through them, you will learn the way of victory, bliss, happiness and success. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم يا سامع الصوت ويا سابق الفوت ويا كاسي العظام لحما بعد الموت اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا اللهم تب علينا وارحمنا وتقبل منا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات بكرمك يا ربنا قريب مجيب الدعوات اللهم ابرم لهذه الأمة أمر رشد يعز فيه أهل طاعتك ويذل فيه أهل معصيتك ويؤمر فيه بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر إخواننا في بلاد الشام اللهم انصرهم في فلسطين اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين المرابطين في غزة اللهم كن لهم عونا ونصيرا ومؤيدا وظهيرا اللهم وحد صفهم اللهم سدد رميهم اللهم ما تقبل شهداءهم وداوي جرحاهم وعافي مبتلاهم اللهم اجعل لهم من ضيقهم مخرجا اللهم اجعل لهم من ضيقهم مخرجا اللهم اجعل لهم من ضيقهم مخرجا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم عليك توكلنا وإليك أنبنا وإليك المصير ربنا لا تؤاخذنا بما فعل السفهاء منا ربنا سامحنا على تقصيرنا الدائم في طاعتك أقول ما تسمعون وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة